Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here at 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well, so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, don't give up. There is a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. Today, I'm extremely pleased to be with Felicia Reed. Hi, Felicia. Hello. Hi, Dr. Christine. Hi, Felicia. No. Hi, how are you? Thanks, good. Felicia is a certified life spiritual and Christian coach. Her business is Put It in Perspective. Now, Felicia, tell me a little bit about yourself, how you ended up doing what you're doing now and what you're actually doing. Yes, thank you, and I'm so happy to be here. So I am a um, certified life, spiritual, and Christian coach and a holistic wellness advocate. I am a domestic violence advocate, um, an energy healer. I'm a certified level five energy healer. Um, I'm a fiber artist. Um, did I say speaker? Um, no, not I'm yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm a mom to a college kid, and I'm also a quality manager for a government contractor. So my life is very, very diversified, and I love it. That's the main um, thing. How did you get into that? All oh, did you have an abusive relationship yourself? Yeah. So, so I am a survivor of abuse. I have been abused, or I was abused, from the age of 5 to oh. 51. I am 50, and throughout my life of abuse and just living in general, I have um, been through probably some of the most horrific abuse that most people have heard of, and I always, you know, started my healing process with the intent that I wanted to remain alive. Yeah. And... um Yes, yeah, so I have great experience in the realm of abuse, fortunately or unfortunately. I think it's fortunate so that I can help others. I really do find try to find the positive. Yeah, I like that attitude because uh, you broke up there in between, but you said from the age of 5 to 50-some, you were a victim uh, of abuse. And that's quite a long yes. time to experience that. And how did you get out of it? Um, I got, well, you know, each event, each segment is different, mm. and it required um, different um, approaches. Uh, as a child of five years old, being abused by a babysitter's son, I really mm. don't have too much choice in that matter, No, um, you know, because that was my care provider, and I was following my parents' instructions to stay with these people. Mm. Okay, but as we get older, we have choices. So I've been through every form of abuse there is, physical, spiritual, emotional, mental, financially. 
uh, and even cyber abuse, which is something new, um, that's just being, it's not new, but it's just being exposed. Mm. So each event has required me to do something different. And how I, how I, how I believe that I stopped the attraction of the abuse was to start focusing on me and healing myself on a very deep, deep, deep level and not trying to fix broken people who don't want to be fixed, who just want to continue to, 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 to walk over you so they can have a better life. So I started to work on uh, what is the attraction in me that I'm in this constant uh, cycle, you know, of abuse. And I mm-hmm. discovered that there was some work that I needed to do and that I'm not here to save the world unless you want to be saved. I'm not here to fix broken men. I'm not here to control anyone. I am simply here to participate in the events that are beyond all of our control and to do the best that I can. So once I removed myself from the energy, which was from a toxic childhood environment, um, you know, and, and said, I'm going to go work on me, especially at 51, when the worst happened because it was done by my immediate family. I'm mm. like, that's it. I can't take anymore. I'm not going to take anymore. And I choose to go heal my life versus being a pawn in someone's a game of uh, of abuse. So I like that. I, I like that that you called it game because there's yeah. a nice book you probably know it. Games of adults or games that adults play. Yeah. And it, it's just, just amazing how you repeat cycles from childhood until you do like what you did, make a choice, make a choice. and work on yourself and put it in perspective. Yes, absolutely. So my agreement with the higher power, however you know it as, mm-hmm. um, and my belief is in God, but however you know it as, uh, was to, you know, uh, you know, um, if, if I am saved from all of this trauma and abuse, I am committed to helping as many people, especially females, as I can. Just let me live. <laughs> Just let mm-hmm. me survive it. Because um, there were at least two of the events where I definitely uh, should not have survived, but I did. So you were physically attacked and ended up in the hospital, or how did that go? Yes. Well, the first one that was really really life-changing was that I was brutally beaten. Oh, my God. And um, um, it, 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 it resulted in... Um, uh, my face being broken and uh, prostheses being made to hold up my right eye mm. because that part of my face had been shattered through a fist. And it's a highly unusual uh, injury. So um, I was able to escape from that moment. Um, and, of course, there's, you know, underlying um, things that go with that type of injury. There's mm-hmm. internal bleeding. There's a possible loss of sight. And, um, you know, there's the shock of it. And I actually drove myself away uh, in a very traumatic state, not being able to see, <laughs> um, you know, to get away out of that situation mm-hmm. at the moment. And the, the injury was so bad that the surgery could not be performed right away. 
mm-hmm. um, and that um, the trauma to the area was just too risky to, mm-hmm. to address right at the onset of the injury. So I had to actually wait two weeks for some of the bleeding and bruising uh, to subside and for a sign. Mm. And um, the sign was that the bone was not going to heal itself. My eye dropped, and I was um, rushed into a surgery a day or two later Mm. um, where I received the repair. And this was almost um, between 28 and 30 years ago. Um, And uh, back then, they didn't make orbital floor prostheses. Mm -hmm. So my surgeon actually had to make an an orbital cup for my eye to sit in um, because the trauma to the area was so bad. And he flew in. um, I had two doctors, very Mm -hmm. world-renowned doctors. He flew in his partner uh, from Buenos Aires to to help him perform this this very unique surgery. And I, I came out of it, you know, okay. Um, and, and alive, I, and out of that situation, I was able to get out of. So, so you were, out, were able to get out of that relationship. Your partner at that time, did he go to jail for that? He was not placed in jail. Ah. Here's a, there's a long story um, behind that, and there are a lot of mm. details. And, and I actually uh, did not go I did not leave the relationship right away. I see. I had to come up with what is known as what is known as an exit plan. Yeah. Because if I had walked away immediately, he probably would have killed me. I hear you. So, that yes. is a scary so it, situation it, it, it takes, that you were in there. Yes, it takes time to work out of those delicate situations in life, and there's a, a lot of factors involved that people. Um, may not may not be apparent on the outside, but those that are in the relationship fully understand mm-hmm. that in order to get away comfortably, this is the space that I'm going to need to be in. So therefore, I have to come up with a plan mm-hmm. to exit the relationship, and that's what I did. And eventually, I was able to um, to walk away from that relationship and and, and restart my life. Um, and he is not um, a living today. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure what happened in his life because I totally separated and mm. we were not married. So, of course, I would not follow any developments. But he did not. He is not alive today. And he had passed away um, almost 20 some years, 20 years ago now. Which and probably was relieving for you because you had to be still concerned that he would come after you. Yes, it was very, um, you know, very peaceful in that, you know, I just pray and wish him well and that he has, you know, eternal peace and, um, you know, no celebration. No, it's not, it's Mm. it's nothing to play with. Some people, you know, they um, find that their abusers have, you know, encountered some, some negative aspect of their life and they get in these, they get in these celebrations and, you know, it's nothing that that type of energy is nothing to play with because it becomes a projection and a reflection. And we just want to wish, you know, wish everyone well, no matter what they have done to us. So that was the first ordeal. I really like I really, that perspective. Let's just be a little bit on yeah. it because we have about a minute or two in the first half. Yeah. Uh, tell me how you that changed your perspective. Well, that changed my perspective because I, I I have always been under the mindset that I don't want to be like 
what happened to me. Mm-hmm. So if I am keeping uh, the, the, the hate and the anger and the, um, the depression or whatever these people that abuse are feeling, if I'm keeping that going and I'm making fun of it or, or um, you know, um, amplifying it, then it's going to return to me. And there, there's an mm-hmm. attraction. Okay. And I would be no different than they are. So I never wanted to be like the people uh, who went against me were. I wanted to be. I wanted to be just love and light, love and light, love and light. You know, no matter what you do to me, love and light, love and light. Wow. And once I remove myself, because I don't want to receive it back. I don't want to put you know put put something out there that I don't want to receive back. I think I think that is that is really a very important thing to learn when somebody did something bad to you that you don't harvest that hate. That's what what many call forgiveness or change your perspective on it and uh, and become who you want to be. And that's a good thought to bring us to the end of the first half of today's broadcast yeah. here on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio. Please tune in after the commercial break for more about trauma and how to heal it with certified life spiritual and Christian co- coach Felicia Reed. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm talking with Felicia Reed, a certified life spiritual and Christian coach, who in the first half was talking about her surviving a severe case of physical abuse. Now you mentioned in the first half, Felicia, that... uh, there were two instances that were really severe. What's the other one? Yes, thank you, Dr. Christine. So the first instance in my life from 5 to 51 of abuse was the physical uh, abuse where I was um, beaten. Mm. And that wasn't, that wasn't the first time. So that, that, that behavior had been exhibited. And then as I go through life, um, uh, at 51, I went through what is known as psychopathic abuse hmm. and it involved gaslighting it involved um a home invasion and cyber gang stalking which wow. is um fairly um not many people are familiar with this but this is a new form of abuse that has been exposed because abusers have gotten smart in that they don't have to touch you the intricate detail of this abuse is that it involved my immediate family Wow! as a way to teach me a lesson. My home was violated uh, in a, um, a destructive manner, which involved um, sex by other parties outside of my home coming in, violating my home, and um, um, planning devices and being in my personal effects and a total... I like to say a rape of my home. 
And of course, um, you know, people are passionate about their sacred spaces. So that was to hurt me. Yes. So they put basically a camera in your bedroom without you knowing. Exactly. Not only were there cameras in my bedroom, there were cameras planted in my car and around my property um, so that I was watched, um, constantly watched. And um, my computers were infected with stalking malware and key logging software. And um, it, it, it involved uh, two neighbors and my immediate family and an ex-partner who my family opened up my home and allowed him to come back in after a year and a half of being away from this person um, so that he could entertain himself with a female neighbor. So here I am. Um, and there's a lot of details around that. Mm. But we only so you were trying to make it work and he yes. uh, abused basically your home right away. Yes, right away. Mm. I was trying to make the separation work and mm -hmm. my family said, nope, here you go. Here's more abuse. You know, yeah. take that. And the stalking was in gang form. Oh, wow. Um, and the emotional wear and tear on that because it impacts the brain and uh, the organs and, you know, different forms of the body um, uh, was probably more difficult to yeah. survive than the physical abuse that I had encountered earlier yeah, in my life. Yeah, it's constant emotional stress you were under. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And I, you know, I will admit that I went into a brain fog, mm. um, you know, because my brain um, has to, my brain had to protect itself mm. from the, the, the gaslighting that was being done to me on a daily basis where mm. my family would show up to my home and pound the details in of the abuse to weaken me and to impact my son and of mm. course to you know um, spread more negativity in our home after doing what they did and that part of, of, of the abuse over my life that event right there it almost took me out of here mm -hmm. I mean it almost took me out of here I went someplace very spiritual and very special, and I just um, got with God in a way that um, um, some people understand and some people don't, mm. but I went to a higher vibration, a higher level in order to save myself, and it was very, very, very spiritual. So, um, uh, you know, and of course, when there's family involved, It, it, it hurts you a little bit more because yes. I had had this, you know, this family for, uh, you know, 50 some years and then mm -hmm. they wind up being my, my, the worst abusers mm -hmm. and they are my family by birth. I'm not adopted. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not, uh, just taken in. These, this is my, my DNA that's, you know, attacking me. Oh, yeah, that happens. Now, yeah. tell our listeners, how did you get out of it? And what are you doing with all your experiences oh my now? Goodness. Dr. Christine, to get away from your family, it sounds so simple. And most people just are probably thinking, the listeners are probably thinking, like, just get away from them. But it's a lot more complicated than you think. And because it oh, was yes. in the neighborhood, hmm. I basically had to change not only my life, because I was very active, um, you know, around my home and the community and 
mm-hmm. um, other places connected, um, I basically had to change my life and I had to change my son's life. And in changing our lives, um, I also had to make sure that we were safe and protected because, like I said, the home invasion mm-hmm. to hurt us, you know, in, in an abusive way was done by two neighbors. <laughs> so and you had to move away from the neighborhood. Uh-uh. No, no? I did not move. No, How did you do I that? did not move. I did not move. That is so beautiful. That is the power of God. I am still in the home that was violated, and mm-hmm. I live two doors from the neighbor that did what they did. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yes. It's amazing. And how I did it was through, um, you know, I did check in with, with my uh, psychologist. And every time I check, she's so beautiful. I, I, you know, I check in with her and she's like, you're fine in life. Everything that you've been through, you, you got this, you got this. Mm-hmm. You know, how about, how about you get the people that did this to you to come in? You know, those are the ones we need to see. Get out of here and go, go be the awesome coach and speaker and advocate and whatever else, you know, I, oh, that that's I am. Nice go, to go hear, be yeah. that. Yeah. I also, um, um, I also adopted, um, spiritual healing and to work on the energy, mm-hmm. not just in me, but around our home, because I am a firm believer that everything is energy. Mm-hmm. So, um, as I go through this process, these, my gifts, start to be revealed and um, lots of prayer and lots of um, rewiring my brain through thought and visualization mm-hmm. and um, exposure, even with lighting and um, news and any, anything that could impact, you know, my way of thinking or my brain, I had to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I became this, this, this walking um, survivalist. Um, I don't know if you've seen the movie The Book of Eli with Denzel Washington, but it comes to mind right now in that I just became so determined to live and to rewire um, from all of the abuse mm. that that became how I survived. And you did, and that is a wonderful story. And now you use all your experiences to help others. Absolutely. So, like I said, today I am um, a certified life spiritual Christian coach, a certified level five energy healer, mm-hmm. holistic wellness advocate. I advocate for other women mm-hmm. and um, I work with them to teach them to don't succumb, don't succumb to the trauma. Use the energy to heal from it. You know, we know it never goes away, but I teach tools and techniques and um, working with energy and natural modalities such as um, uh, oils and mm-hmm. um, other natural um, items. And I really ask people to go deep inside of themselves to find out what it is they already have in them that is going to help them to heal from yucky life mm-hmm. ordeals. So Whether do you give support abuse? when somebody contacts you that is still in an abusive relationship? Do you... Can you give them uh, practical advice? Here's where you get your exit plan going and stuff. Yes, mm. yes. So, you know, I um, I always tell everyone to keep a journal. Yes. Keep keep. But keep some a people journal. are afraid to keep a journal because the abuser will read it. Yes, that's um, um, that's okay. Don't don't have that fear. And if they do read it and they find it and destroy it, just keep journaling. Hmm. Of course, what we put in it 
is, um, you know, if it's just loving on ourselves type stuff, you know, they may or may not be okay with that. And that's fine. Mm. No matter what they do, keep doing what we're supposed to do. Journal. Change mm-hmm. the thoughts. Realize that, it, it, you know, it's not, um, it's not, you know, the victim that um, has the problem and to come right. up with an exit plan. It's I not the victim, heard, it is the abuser. And that's a good thought. Abuser. You yes. don't have abuser. to be the victim for the rest of your life. And now Get when of some of the, we have to wrap up slowly. So yes. if some of the listeners say, oh my God, I'm in a situation and I'm not happy in it. I think I'm being abused. How can they contact you? Absolutely. So my entity is, put it in perspective, um, you can find me on Facebook. You can reach me at www.putitinperspective.net. I also have a Females Without Fear Mastermind group where I work directly with females in those types of situations to constantly empower them and give them knowledge and um, information. And that is femaleswithoutfear.com. Um, I am also on LinkedIn. I have Twitter. I have Instagram. Wow, you're a busy lady. Yeah. Now, thank you so much for sharing that and being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Felicia. This brings brings me to the end of today's show. But please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments or suggestions or if you'd like to contact Felicia and forgot her email uh, address, my email here is christine at communityradio.ca or you can contact me through my website docchristine.com and google www.putitinperspective.net, right? Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. And we are always grateful for any feedback. I also wanted to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Jim Francis. You might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run non-profit radio station. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOEFM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.